0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns, quince.com slash forever35.
0: Hey guys, and just a quick word before we get started, um, we wanted to give you a heads up that there is some discussion of eating disorders in this episode. So if that's something you don't want to hear, you might want to skip this one. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am
1: Dory Shafrir. I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. Oh, that's me. We're mm-hmm. just two friends who like to talk about serums. A lot. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Yep. <laughs> Too much. Too much. Uh, Dory, Kate. It's great to see you. It is so good to see you. Thank you to everybody who's left us voicemails.
0: Yes, you guys are the best. And if you want to leave a voicemail, you can call us at 781-591-0390. My
1: favorite thing is happening is people get cut off and then they call and leave a second or third voicemail. Yeah, because it's a Google voice number and you can only leave three minutes. Yeah. So I love that. Don't, don't let it stop you. No. Yeah. Get in there.
0: Get in there. We love a continuation. Um, Kate, did you know we have a monthly newsletter now?
1: I heard about that. Yeah. Well, you probably did because you worked on it. I did. Yeah. And you can sign up for it on our website, Forever 35 podcastcom
0: uh, I, I got to say, I've lined up a pretty great giveaway for next month. So right. You're going to want to get in on okay. that.
1: Can I do it? No, I can't. Can I?
0: Well, eh? yeah, that might look a
1: little... <laughs> shady if I'm Little winning shady. our own giveaways.
0: <laughs> no, the newsletter is really fun. You all should sign up for it and be eligible for the giveaway. Um, we also have our Facebook group at facebook.com/group/forever35podcast slash and the the offshoot groups are just multiplying. They're piling they are piling up. up. We even had there. Kate. There is a crossover
1: Murderino I'm dying.
0: Forever 35. I'm dying. <laughs> Facebook group offshoot.
1: Murderinos are fans of My Favorite Murder, yes. of which I am one. Yes. I just love that somewhere between people who love to talk about true crime and people who love to talk about skincare and self-care have found... They like have found each other. ...a
0: circle in the middle of that Venn diagram. Um, apparently, someone mentioned us on the My Favorite Murder subreddit. What? Yeah, which is really? how some murderinos found us. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so, so cool. That, that group is called Murder Cardigans, which is... <laughs> a little inside joke for those of you in the facebook group i won't explain it you'll just have to join
1: stay sexy and do do wash your face the merging of the merging of the murderino. Stay sexy. Don't forget your serum. There we go. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I, that's that makes me blush.
0: Yeah. So uh, do that. Also, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would be forever grateful. Yes. And a reminder that everything we talk about is on our website, Forever Thirty Five Podcast dot com, where we also have a link to our Amazon page our brand new Amazon page, where you can find every single product we have mentioned on this podcast, including Kate's magical product spinny thing.
1: Product spinny? Th- you mean my hair dryer? No. Product spinny Your storage thing. thing. Oh God, I love that thing.
0: Your s- product storage spinny thing. That's what it's called. <laughs> product spinny thing. I, that is truly you what, know what it I'm is. what talking about, right? Yes,
1: yeah. and it's better than any other product storage. Like don't get the drawers don't get a stand, I gotta get, get the spinny thing. Kate,
0: I think you have recommended the two favorite Forever 35 podcast items. Spinny thing and super spinny crazy hairdryer? Super crazy
1: hairdryer are just flying off. off the shelves. <laughs> well, now you know what goes on in my bathroom. I just spin that thing, dry my hair with that giant 10 pound hairbrush. Your hair dryer. looks great. This is day two. Oh, this is day two with no dry shampoo. Wow, Wow. you know.
0: Uh, And you can follow us on Instagram at Forever Thirty Five Podcast and
1: on Twitter at Forever Thirty Five Pod. Kate, how are you? Mm, Dory, I hit a car yesterday. Oh God. And I'm feeling weird. Oh dear. Yeah, I got into a car accident, and it was the most minor of car accidents, which makes me feel even silly. Being like, oh, I got no car Listen, accident. I am the queen of minor car accidents. Oh, it sucked. It's horrible. It was scary. My kids were in the car. We were on the highway. Ugh. We had to pull over in the left lane. Ugh. And I, it was, you know, like two cars ahead of me. Someone stopped really short. The person in front of me stopped short. And then Why I. did that person stop short? I don't know. What's wrong with But I people? couldn't stop in time. And I was braking and I could just, I was like, no, 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 no. And we just were cruising right into the car in front of us and i get a volvo would it would that the automatic stopping system really yeah maybe volvo will sponsor this podcast and Hello, send me volvo. a car, i don't think i'm gonna be getting a volvo anytime soon so honda crvs better step it up i mean seriously uh no it was sc- it was scary and then i mm. i immediately knew i had like whiplash yeah um my kids were fine yeah my airbag didn't go off. Okay. I mean, it was not. A, did the police come? No. Okay. It was a tap. It was okay. like a, a little butt tap. And no one was like a dick about it. No, the woman. I mean, I did get a thing for my insurance today. So clearly they're going to, you know, do something. Mm-hmm. But no, they were lovely. And I was like shaking and nervous. And then I had to do a show immediately after oh, at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater where I perform. And. I almost didn't do it because I was just like, Ugh. yeah. Um, but then I made myself go and that was really positive. But then I just went home and like zonked out mm. and I had a really heavy, weird sleep. Yeah. And I, and um, so I, I, for some reason I've been feeling like I need to cry all day. It sucks. I don't know, man. It just, just something just... about that. Um, I don't know. It just shook me up. And now yeah. I'm just kind of really weepy about everything, which is why you gave me a, a cup of tea and I almost cried. Oh. It's okay. I'm not going to cry. Okay. I'm going to save it. I mean, you can cry. This is a safe space. I think I will cry eventually on this podcast. Okay. But I don't feel like it's going to happen right this second. All right. That's fine. I won't push it. Okay. Um, But that's... So I'm just in that weird kind of unsteady feeling. Yeah. You know, those fe- you yeah. know that feeling?
0: I'm really in that right now. I find that those moments when we know we should be kind, like the moments when we... When we need to be kindest to ourselves are the hardest moments to step out of and be like, I am going to be kind to myself.
1: Yes, it's really hard. It's really hard. I do want to go home and take an Epsom sap salt bath oh, after this. That so that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to try to make myself accomplish that after we record.
0: I'm going to text you later and be like, Oh, did you take your salt bath? I would
1: love it. That's a true friendship. Thank hey, you. Yeah, you're welcome. And I, if I say no, I know you won't judge. I I certainly won't judge. Um we're recording at your house today. We sure are. And the first thing I did when I got in here was shout, "I want to see your office." <laughs> and then I just ran away. <laughs> but your office which you've been documenting your
0: been purge talking about for weeks. I'm sure some people were like that bitch is never going to finish her damn
1: office. <laughs> well, you did. I you sure did. Them. I showed you. <laughs> a non-existent Mystery person. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery straw person. It looks
0: so um, beautiful. Thank you so much. I find it very calming. Yeah. Um, I have been like going in there just to like sit on the couch and just hang. And I sit at my desk and I get work done. And it's like a great place to get work done. And And my dog likes it. At first, he was like, this is weird.
1: What are we doing in here?
0: Yeah. It was like, it's clean. Um, but now he's into it. He goes up on the couch, just hangs out. I think I texted you a picture of him on the couch. Yeah, Yeah. So, you know, it feels so good. Like I knew it would feel good, but it feels so good. It looks like you, it just looks like
1: you did it right.
0: I feel like I did it right. And, you know, I got to say... The whole time I was doing it I was like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to clean it out and reorganize and then I'm going to get new furniture. And then I finished the purge and I finished the like rearranging of the papers and the things and I was like the thought of getting rid of my furniture and getting new furniture right now is really not appealing so you
1: don't need it and I don't
0: need it and so I rearranged the furniture yes it looks great by myself I dragged that sleeper sofa (laughs) across the room by myself and moved everything and I was like oh this is nice and you know what else I did I got um, my windows I have two windows that face west and in the afternoon it gets really warm in there and bright and I got a, um, I haven't put it up yet, but I got a blackout curtain liner mm.
1: that I'm going to put on that curtain. That's also going to double as a great guest bedroom. Sleeper, yeah. tiny sleeper sofa and yeah. blackout curtains. Yeah, I mean. I'm in.
0: You can sleep over. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah.
1: No, that'll be, pr- that'll be, it's like a perfect little nook. It it's just feels cozy no- and clean and.
0: Thank you. I'm so glad you got to
1: see it. Me too. Ugh. And you've also have dry erase boards hanging everywhere. I do. You have three. I I've feel seen like three. I I was inspired by you. I love it. Because dry erase. you were
0: like, I have a monthly and a weekly dry erase calendar on my fridge. Which I do. I saw. I, 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 I inspected them the other day.
1: They've been taken over by my seven year old who likes to write everything on them now. And I kind of just let it happen. Yeah. But it, it still is helpful to have something to look at. Totally. When and you're in that weird space
0: and on saturday night my husband and i had a really romantic evening we went to the container store <laughs> and uh he saw a weekly dry erase calendar and he was like we should get this and i was like yes we should and i was like kate has one
1: <laughs> listen we are and he was like done <laughs>
0: um, I love it. so it's been great we we, love we look it. at it all the time we got a grammet Yeah, Yeah, we'll gram our boards. I'm going to gram it up. Um, On that note, I think we're going to pause for a word from our sponsor.
2: One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes
0: for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. I would like to talk a little bit about
1: backsliding. I love that you called it this, because I've never thought about it as backsliding. Explain what happened.
0: Okay. So as listeners of this podcast know, I have been for the last year or so trying to only buy ethically and sustainably made clothing um, and or secondhand clothes. Um, it's been tough. I haven't been perfect, but I've been pretty fucking good. And I've been chronicling it on Instagram, um, on my slow clothes movement Instagram. And I, I really feel like my style has shifted and I, I just, I feel better about the choices I'm making when it comes to fashion. And it's just been, it's been really great.
1: Now you see me on my phone. The reason I'm on it is because I'm going to get the text message I received from you. (laughs) I'm not ignoring what you're saying. I just realized, I realized when I that this, that you texted me when this, when you had a moment of weakness. I sure did. So I'm going to just scroll through, but will you explain what your moment was?
0: So, well, here's what happened. We are going to Disney World this week. And I was going through my clothes to figure out what to take to Disney World. And I realized I basically don't have, I didn't have any like casual summer clothes. I literally had one pair of shorts. I had two other pairs, but they were like butt shorts, like booty shorts, basically. I mean, they weren't really, but they were so short. I was like, when did I wear these? What They're like, I I can't wear these. Um, And then all my t-shirts were like, Ten years old, and either like too tight or like had holes. And I was like, "Have I not worn t-shirts and shorts for like (laughs) ten years? Like, what is going on?" Um, And then I had to go to Target to pick up Bo's Prozac, and I was like, "You know what? When I while I'm at Target, I uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna make an exception. I'm just gonna get a pair of shorts because I need them, and we're leaving in three days, and I don't have time to buy some." ethically made shorts and it's fine so i get to target and i'd seen people in the facebook group mention their universal thread line mm-hmm. as being a Madewell knockoff
1: i know so many people who love it
0: let me tell you kate it is not a knockoff it is a facsimile <laughs> It is like they walked into Madewell, bought the whole store, and literally copied everything. So like great. It's great, but it's also fucked up. Like I know. It is it is a copy of Madewell. But at like uh, a third a sixth of the price. Of the price okay. Like nothing was more than $19.99. Oh, yes. And I was like, oh, this is cute. Okay, well, I'm going to try these shorts on, and I was like, I'm going to try them on the other color, and I was like, I could really use another shirt. Well, you know, I could probably, I, I could use a baseball cap, and I could use a tank top that looks like Ace and Jig, and what's Ace and Jig? It's a, it's like a really expensive sustainably, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) It's like all patterns and textiles that are... I'll show it to you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like, oh, this looks very ace and jiggy. I should try this on. And then I was like, oh, and this is like, this looks like the perfect t-shirt. Everything was 100% cotton. I was like, okay. So I walked out with 10 things. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) And I got a text message that said, Kate, help. I'm at Target and I want to buy all the Universal Thread stuff.
0: And I didn't know you were in Long Beach. I was
1: was with my children at the aquarium.
0: With your children in the aquarium, you didn't respond. I know.
1: I'm so sorry. It took me a while. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just buying all the things. (laughs) So I'm going to say it's okay. Number one, first of all, in terms of sustainable clothing, our Target and Madewell, it's not like Madewell is going to be. But right, their, their their usage of certain... I mean, I'm not speaking from an area of expertise here, but it's my understanding that they don't have sustainable practices or like great factory practices or anything like that. Am I correct? Um, I don't want to disparage I, Madewell, I, I which I wear a, a lot.
0: I heard from a person uh, who would know that they make their jeans in the same factory that Everlane makes their jeans. Oh, well,
1: hey, okay. So then that's a good step. Yeah.
0: Why they... Don't publicize that. I don't... Maybe because their jeans are like twice the cost of Everlane jeans Hmm. and they don't want to be like, wait, if they're from the same right. Well, that's what I was going to say. So now what I will say about Universal Thread and look, I'm not trying to like jump through hoops to justify my purchases, Mm -hmm. but they are size inclusive. Which is great. They have a... They go up to... They have a plus size line uh, that I think goes up to at least size 22, which most... I mean Madewell doesn't go up to size 22. Most a lot
1: of places are
0: not. Yeah. Size so I was like that's very cool actually that like they're making this this clothing accessible to a wider range of people. Um I did see on the website that they had something about their denim being made from like recycled plastics, I think. Okay. okay. So I was like okay. But I mean when you're when you're paying 1999 for a sweatshirt and fourteen ninety nine for a, a button up shirt, like these are not sustainably or ethically made items. Right. They and cannot be no. And you're trying to walk the walk. I'm trying to walk the walk. I'm trying to talk I'm 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 just trying to do it all. But it's but you know what?
1: You also have to pick and choose what's of value to you, right? Like it's not always going to be. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I mean, I, I
0: appreciate your You're <laughs> trying
1: to justify universal. Yeah, you buying universal. It?
0: And, and and I think you're also saying don't be so judgmental of yourself, which I appreciate. Yes, because that is something that I do.
1: Well, yes, I think. But like,
0: you know, it felt very. I have to say, it felt very similar to dieting, in the sense of you. Uh, or I shouldn't say you, I should say when I have dieted, I it always feels like I'm, re- I'm restricting myself, I'm restricting myself. And then you have like one meal where everything goes off the rails, right? Like you eat like a box of cupcakes or, mm. you know, just something. And then you're like, well, fuck this shit. Like, guess I'm not on this diet anymore. I'm just going to buy universal thread from now on but i think but i don't think i'm gonna do that i think i'm seeing this more like a cheat
1: meal oh man i want to talk now about restrictive eating because i i do but i don't think restricting is good no i don't either
0: but i feel like (laughs) but it's different with clothes it is different with clothes but that was kind of how it felt like i guess that was a feeling that i was familiar with it was like i was putting it in in terms I could understand which is maybe fucked up no
1: I get it I also think when you go to target or when you go anywhere where there's a satisfaction for me there's always a satisfaction of like for a hundred dollars I can buy three things five things as opposed to a hundred somewhere else a hundred dollars can get me like half a pant totally and you feel like you've just accomplished something yes but oftentimes what I have found and what I'm trying to just rein in and any shopping experience um, is that that doesn't actually bring me gratification, right? And trying to understand what it is about my psyche in that moment that needs to, like, it's like rah, 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 like I'm like mm-hmm, ravaged, mm-hmm, like a, mm-hmm. running through Target, being mm-hmm. like, I need all these creams, and mm-hmm. then what about, and then I leave like three hundred dollars down the drain, and I'm like, right. what did I even just buy? It's like I go into a blind shopping rage, yeah. Um. And that is – and I do that at other places, too. Uh, and so I just know that I've had that experience. But also, you need shorts for Disney World. It's true. And also a hat. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. And many people have told me that that brand is Excellente.
0: And, yeah, so I uh, I did that.
1: It's okay. All right. Thank Send you. us pictures of the outfits that we should be buying.
0: Uh, I mean – I will. Yeah, I mean,
1: please post them. (laughs) I want to know what to get. I had to resist. I've really tried not to get stuff at Target because what happens to me is it never lasts. I wear through it really quickly quickly the shoes hurt my feet yeah i don't ha- i did buy sandals there recently like a week ago though
2: mm.
1: i'm still working had, on them so
0: i had one pair of sandals from there that i got like two years ago that i wore to death and every other pair of sandals i've ever gotten there have been so uncomfortable you
1: know sometimes you find a gem yeah. in those sandals at target or like their knockoff burks or knockoff Tom- totally like, those are pretty great totally um but target yeah target's addictive man i know i know. <sighs> I think we should take another break. What do you think? I agree. All right, let's pause for a sec. All right, we're back. And now it's time to talk to our guest, Mary H.K. Choi. Hi. Ah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so excited. I just have a big grin on my face because Mary H.K. Choi is here. Yay. Yay. Yay, yay, Mary, it's so good to see you.
2: Likewise. It's wonderful to be here. We're very, very excited you are here. Yeah.
0: Like thrilled. Radical. Um, I'm just going to read your bio real quick. Um, Mary H.K. Choi is a writer based in Brooklyn, New York. Her debut YA novel, Emergency Contact, Which sidebar I have read and which is amazing, please buy it immediately, will be available March 27th on Simon & Schuster. She is a big believer of therapy and has recently rediscovered cardio as a thing to help you not go absolutely crackers whilst promoting a book. She loves snacks. She also has a podcast called "Hey Cool Job," and you can sometimes catch her on Vice News Tonight on HBO as a culture correspondent. Hello, Mary. Hi. Hello. It always
2: sounds a little bit like a eulogy. I'm like, I'm dead, right? I know, yeah. happened, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was great.
0: You were. I especially liked the snacks, and you brought us some snacks. I
2: did indeed. Everyone <gasps> needs snacks in their life, but Which... you, you, lately, you never know what people eat. So that's I'm, true, especially yeah. in LA. It's true. You were
1: very nice though when you presented it. You said, "I don't know if you do sugar," however, and then you <laughs> passed candy across the table and I do do sugar and the first piece I had was a delicious. You know, <sighs> she didn't ask me if I do sugar.
2: Well, I it's actually, just you, know, well, yeah. it's you know what? <laughs> We're friends. Oh, when you meet somebody for the first <laughs> that's time, that's true. That is It's like a peanut question. allergy, but it's different. Totally. Yeah. Especially in Los Angeles, where lots of people don't do sugar. Yeah, no, so. it's
0: true. It's like it's a sad state. I mean, of if the you theirs.
2: pulled out a LaCroix, could have been like, oh, she's whole thirty. You know, yeah. you never know. Okay. But I, I
0: am decidedly
2: not. Yeah, me neither. So,
0: Mary, you did live in L.A. briefly.
2: I did, and you and I used to go to Cardio Bar across the street we, from this very locale. We did, <laughs>
0: um, which I had like forgotten until you mentioned it, and then I was like. Oh my God, yes, I loved when Mary lived here. Um, but is it weird being back? Like, how do you feel about a place that you lived briefly and then?
2: I mean, I really like LA. I think that like, I've been gone at this point, almost like three years. So I now have like rediscovered how much I do like LA. But I didn't leave LA because I hated it. I I left because I love New York. And yeah, and by that, I mean, I have a horrible Stockholm syndrome-esque relationship with that place. And I just can't quit it. So that's my, that's my fault. I get it. Yeah, (laughs) I know, you know. (laughs) I, I fully
0: know. I mean, I was joking on Twitter recently about that
2: always goes over so well. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I was talking about high maintenance, and right. you responded um, because I love that show. Everyone should be watching, but it is like such the New York show, mm. and I think
2: you said something like, "Is this gonna like Is this gonna make you move back to New York or something?" <laughs> because it is really specific. And actually, to that point, I've heard that people who aren't from New York don't get that show
0: oh oh like that's they don't interesting get the appeal. it's so, too specific
2: oh, yeah 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 it is very it and, is very like, yeah. that i'm like i love this show. well it's anthropologically <laughs> specific to like so many like type like specific yes. real estate woes totally. and just like commuting woes yes so many things
1: guys i haven't watched it yet
2: oh will it make me really homesick for new york city it,
0: it might oh. ish
2: or ish. or it will recure you of missing yeah new york. right like yeah yeah it's that specific that sounds great um, <laughs> I'll, I'll always take that
0: so as someone who lives in new york with stockholm syndrome do you have routines self-care routines to kind of like get you through
2: yeah totally one is something that you will subscribe to shortly which is that i don't have a day job mm-hmm. and not to be like that's the palliative for everything but like I don't get on public transportation when everyone else is on Mm -hmm. it. I don't go to the gym when everyone is at the gym. And like that really does, again, from a place of tremendous despicable privilege, does cure you of like a good like 85% of your, you know, woes and ails. Um, As far as things I do from I meal prep, I'm that asshole. So I I, I did take a little nugget of L.A. back with me to New York. I, I meal prep a lot. I need to like have like a vat of, like, comestible going at any given point. I don't do, like, the little clear, like, Tupperwares or anything. I just have, like, this disgusting, like, trough of food that I just (laughs) sort of, like, eat from during the week, and that's the jam. Because are you working from home? Right. I'm, like, a feral, disgusting monster who works from home. So So you can just eat out of your trough, sit and write, and then trough some more. It's true. Well, you know those cats who, like take a little bit of dry food and put it onto the kitchen tile floor and then eat that. I do. It's that. <laughs> so it's pretty gnar. Uh. And sometimes it'll be like a plate and I like sat and like use cutlery. Other times it's like a weird mug spoon situation. Mm. <laughs> so it's, it's disgusting. Well, theoretically, I'm supposed to go work elsewhere. But that's really, really
1: challenging. I mean, this is a hard... I, writers are interesting creatures it's a of generous self-care. <laughs> yeah, way <laughs> Wait interesting. A minute, yeah. But I do think it's... um. There's a lot of things you could do, but you just kind of get into the rut of like, I wake up, I open my laptop, and I just start cranking away. Or whatever your patterns need to be.
2: Well, you never know when the muse strikes, <laughs> <That's> right? right. <laughs> <laughs> no, and actually, the, the thing that I've realized, like some people listen to music. Some people like have... I realize the sort of metronomic sort of fuel that gets me going that parcels my day into smaller units. And it's so gross. And it's so like, I'm like a recovering bulimic and it's so fucking bulimic, which is I nibble throughout the day. Oh. And so in order to minimize harm, I have to nibble on very like dietetic or low calorie food. So I'm talking like light popcorn i'm talking like sunflower seeds because there's fiddly enough that it takes me a while to get through them and like i've tried to quit i've tried to go to like the cafe that serves no food or like whatever or like this office but it's really calming and yeah. if i'm actually doing first draft work or like upheaval overhaul second draft after like people red weddinged my first draft then <laughs> i'm like eating the entire time i'm writing you said you are recovering bulimic yeah, which is like a like a recovering alcoholic, and right. that it's like it's like, you know, part of your life and your double helix. Do you feel like it's something that you are conscious, like what, like talking about how
1: you have to nibble specifically on a low calorie snack so it doesn't kind of veer into
2: accidental thirteen thousand calorie? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, yeah,
1: is there is that something you're conscious of on a daily basis and is kind of part of your every moment yeah
2: but you know what's happening is that it's like now that I'm so washed and like beyond caring like the things that I'm into right now is not wearing binding clothing low-key just wearing like a lazy like sports bra instead of like underwire I don't wear high heels anymore and like I used to wear heels so religiously from the time I was 14 to like maybe like 29 that people who have known me for like decade plus were like, I don't know how tall you are. So like, I just quit heels. And so along with all of that, I'm just really honest now about like all my foibles and shortcomings. Mm. So I thought I had like trounced and vanquished bulimia in my early 20s. And now that I'm like 29, no, now that I'm like so much older, I'm just like, oh no, this is legit has been like, worrying it's like in in my operating system worrying Mm, the entire time. it was dormant yeah well not even spore like and just like ready just like there yeah but like you don't know what reality feels like outside of that reality so like i'm just like oh yeah like i carry this backpack around with me wherever i go and that's just like the bulimia backpack it's chronic
1: yeah, I absolutely. feel that way about my
2: anxiety where it's like, oh, I th-
1: every time I think it's I've gotten rid of it, then it re-emerges re- re- in a more hideous way. And I'm like, oh, you're always going to be a part of me.
2: Right. And it's like, I actually thought I wasn't an anxious person.
1: Mm-hmm. I actually
2: really thought, like, I thought it was that you you function on either, this is adorable, but <laughs> anxiety or something else. And I thought I was I was an angry person, but it's not. It's that I think that I can power through anxiety and Mm. let me tell you the amount of trauma (laughs) that that actually incurs. Yeah. Like you, like lately, you know, you said in my bio that I am a big believer in therapy. Like lately I'm going through this thing where I'm realizing that I no longer want to incite so much like trauma in my life. Mm. And so the choices I'm making is just to sit and be anxious and stew in it. And like as a writer, where like so much of it is like solo homework in a vacuum. Yeah. Like you just sit with your stuff, and it, and I used to be like, let me go on nine job interviews this week for no reason, or let me really lean into this highly um, inappropriate, weird lunch with this married man, mm. and like let me just like wear like couture to it for no reason. You know what I mean? And now I don't do any of those things, and I just sit in my own anxiety gravy and it's it's been really really interesting
0: are you on medication
2: no but for the first time in my life i'm like what medications are there so i can Mm. know about you when i need you because that feels increasingly inevitable yeah and maybe help and and like empowering yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah, it's like it's like you know the dumbo feather I'm a I'm a huge
0: proponent of meds. I've been on Wellbutrin for like 15 years. Like I can't imagine my life without it. Nice. And I also, having gone on and off meds in like the f- five years before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am no longer, like I, I learned the the trap of like, I'm better.
2: Girl. You know? <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. It's like. I used to think I controlled what flavor of day I'm going to have. And like now I'm like, oh, no, it just comes down the chute. Mm-hmm. And it's like Lucille Ball at the Chocolate Factory where I'm yep. just like nothing I do. Like it doesn't matter what kind of food day I had yesterday. It doesn't matter how much work I got done or how much I crushed at a job or whether uh, I had a really good therapy session or I went to Pilates and not even Matt Pilates, but like Le Grey, whatever. <laughs> Like, you just don't... Agree is real. It's so real. (laughs) But, like, you, you don't dictate or control what flavor of day comes down the pike. Yeah. And so that's why I'm just like, okay, well, Ceteris fucking paribus. I'm like, you know... What do I have any control over? And so th- those roads lead to medication. I'm like, okay, this is interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I'm i a big proponent and think everyone should at least explore it if they have depression, anxiety, yeah, cause ADHD. Yeah, because so fucking
2: chemical. Like certain days yes. I'm like, oh, wow. Like it's like yesterday didn't exist. Yeah. And I can't imagine tomor- tomorrow yeah. being different from today. And
0: it's not – I mean I don't want to turn this into like a whole here's why you should go on medication discussion. <laughs> but <laughs> like – I think there was I, – I had a misconception. I think some people have a misconception that if you go on medication, like, you don't feel things anymore. Mm. And I think there are some meds, um, especially for bipolar,
2: yeah, yeah, that yeah. do kind
0: of flatten you. Um, but I have found that it just, like, lets me live. I want to live. Yeah. I just want to live. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just not, like, I'm still in my head. I'm still, like, I'm still me. It's just not to the point no, well, of, like, actually, debilitation. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, actually, it's really kind of, like, heartening to know that you wrote your entire book, like, on medication. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just as, like, a, a thing. Yeah. Like, I think the whole
0: myth of the tortured artist is, like, so
2: annoying. And so emotionally expensive and taxing. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like,
0: yes. Like, why should I have, to, like, literally kill myself to finish a creative project thing. yeah yeah Screw that. that's so fucked up like we don't ask
2: like lawyers to be that way <laughs> I don't know about you, you're a lawyer yeah no no for sure like and and also just being alone so much like yes. I can't I just like and it's funny actually because I think I would be like a really good event coordinator or one of those like 500 email a day a day people just because like there is an aspect of my personality that is really aggressive and, like, really well, just, like, cantankerous that could just, like, put out all the fires as many as possible. You were editor-in-chief
0: of Misbehave Magazine. No,
2: I mean, I can do – it's, like, <laughs> I can do that job. And yeah. now I'm just, like, yo, I get so few emails a day that yeah. pertain to me now. And so everything is, like, so quiet. And so I'm just, like, silent screaming. <laughs> But I think this is good for me. Mm-hmm. But it's You're new. getting at something. I think so. I have a list in my head now of just things I have to do every day regardless of how it's going to be like a good writing day or a bad writing day or whatever. Which is that like I have to get an outdoor unit. It can yes. be any flavor. I have to get a cardio unit and it could be any flavor. And like it can be like anything from 15 to like whatever. I just have to do that. Yeah. I have to eat a vegetable Mm. and so that could just be like like a strange amount of carrot or whatever right just to like reset like my sugar levels yeah and like it's amazing to me because it's almost like autopilot and it's like I feel like I'm in that movie Memento where I've like written down this list on my thigh and I'm like oh no (laughs) I (laughs) have to like do these things because it's like each day my brain resets. But as long as I do those things, I'm kind of okay. I sound like a basket
1: case. You don't. You sound like a person who's figured themselves out, who has done the work to get to know yeah. what they need to function. I want to learn about serums. We don't have the answers.
0: <laughs> we have some. We have some suggestions. Yeah. But you, your skin is no. radiant. No, 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 uh, no.
2: I have. I get really bad hives. Oh. And I have skin writing. Do you know what that is? No. no. Yeah, it's dermatographia. It's like those words that you like read but never like say out. Yeah. loud. And it basically means that if you put pressure on my skin or scratch it, it like turns into a welt and a hive. Like oh, my wow. skin is so sensitive.
0: And what do dermatologists say about this?
2: They say here, they say it's rosacea. In New York, they say it's not. They say oh. it's urticaria. What? I know. <laughs> Oh, there's a coastal. There's a (laughs)
0: coastal divide. Yeah, is it? Could it possibly be
2: diet related? Oh, completely. Um, so now I take I take Zyzel with an antacid. What is Zyzel? It's like the new Zyrtec. Oh, Oh. I love a good Zyrtec. Yeah, so it's like it's. I take it before bed with an antacid, and that apparently like that decreases my hives. I want to say about like sixty percent. Oh wow.
1: Okay. Your skin looks like it either. Is you? It's serum happy,
2: or you don't need a serum because it looks yeah. so beautiful. Thank you. I'll take it. Asian don't raisin. Oh. I mean, yeah, that's like I've never
1: heard that, but I'm. I'm
2: I am I'll stand by it. However, you turn like sixty and you look ninety. That's, <laughs> that's like the deal. Like it's like <laughs> that Dory, Dorian Gray shit. It's like, and then you're just old as shit.
1: Asian don't raisin is. It's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I
0: actually wrote down that I wanted to ask you about your lipstick because you're always wearing great lipstick.
2: <laughs> I swear by two lipsticks. One is it's Ruby Woo by MAC. It's so mad. Oh, that's a classic, it's right? It's the classic. It's really, it's kind of boring. And if people are like, but it's so cakey. I go, where is the lie? You're right. It's like <laughs> debilitatingly cakey. <laughs> the other one is just a classic. It's like, it's like the number one zero one and it's the Sephora brand oh Oh, yes that's hardcore but it's so indelible that you're just like let me sit here and like try not to look black hole sun video because once it's on your face it's like that's it so if it's like it's like slightly Pablo Picasso like 2d then that's your face for that day or like (laughs) you know when you do like asymmetrical eyebrows but you do it in like the fucking permanent like palette shit and that's just your expression it's like that I don't know because I don't do my eyebrows. I stopped doing them. I've, really? I did them for you guys. They look. <laughs> I, I was, was gonna, gonna say, say. <laughs> they look
1: fucking <they> <laughs> amazing.
2: And I and your eyeliner is literally like an artist has done it. The eyeliner I've done since I was like eleven or something. So and I don't have a fold. Oh. So I have a flat canvas because when you guys do liquid eyeliner and you bl- and you go up and then it like does that yeah, weird yeah, thing and yeah. you're like motherfucker, this is my new life. Like, I don't have that. I can do it and then... But also, I've been doing it for so long that I can do symmetrical. Yeah, it looks really good. It it literally looks like...
0: Which liner? What do you use? i
2: use a very expensive brand called L'Oreal. L'Oreal, I think, (laughs) is... is kind of on point. Yes, that's my mascara.
0: Yeah, our guest a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, was talking, was raving about her L'Oreal eyeliner.
2: I love a L'Oreal. I'm kind of a cheap... Person, like you, you guys do that high low segment. Mm-hmm. I, I just low low. Um, but I love the Muji shit.
0: I've heard Muji is great. Like I the Muji
2: sensitive skin serum. Muji, like the delightful place I buy notebooks and pens. Yes. Yeah, they have their, own, they face have their own face line. I've
0: also heard they have great cotton squares. They do. <laughs> 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 gavel gavel correct <laughs> they're good and they just give you a trillion and so you're like ah oh, yeah I need to squares. next time I'm like at JFK I need to <sighs> I that
2: because star. you know like freaking um like regular cotton squares kind of pill and yes. Yes. And they they pe- it, yes they peel off and yeah. they're good if you're doing that like Halloween like cobweb effect but otherwise right. you're like what is this
1: can i ask you more about your cheapness is yes. that um <laughs> Go on. is it specific to just like makeup and skincare or is it kind of everything and actually then,
2: i'm learning i'm a, like a hella frugal person that's
1: a- an awesome way to be slash is a big part of self care is learning how to manage your money and save your money
2: but i i hate like i'm to the point where i am frugal but I I do notice that I don't enjoy discussing it at length like so let's discuss it (laughs) well I'm Korean so I feel like it's it's like like counter to I'm a Korean person who grew up in Hong Kong at a certain time period so I feel like it really is counter to like everything in my nurture ingredients to suddenly be like so frugal but my savings ratio is very high and I'm on the same page as you, Dory, like I'm done buying clothes. Mm. kind of like mm-hmm. I'm like being very judicious mm-hmm. and like scrupulous about my input inputting of. I'm Marie Kondoing the inputs.
0: Yes, yeah. that's I mean that's that's the hardest thing. It is the hardest because I'm realizing as I go through my stuff, I feel like I'm purging constantly and it's just like this stream of things that I'm like,
1: why? Why? Where? Did, what? <laughs> but with clothes and with any sort of purchase, uh, for me at least, half the time it's not about the thing, it's about the emotion. Of course. Or the, yeah. whatever I was struggling with at the time that then I tried to heal myself with the purchase.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, but the oh, thing is, good. let me tell you a story. Um, as a binge eater and that type of, type of like intake person, like be it like, Doing 90 jobs simultaneously or whatever. The the point at which I realized I was sick was when I was meeting my partner's family at the Natural History Museum. And they famously kind of don't have a co-check. Like they don't they have a co-check, but not a bag check. And during the Uniqlo uh, Christopher Lemaire capsule, I purchased $800 $800 worth of everything in an assortment of sizes. So much stuff that I had to buy two weekender bags to put them in. Oh my! And gosh. then I schlepped the fuck uptown after lining up like a hype beast outside of a Uniqlo flagship to meet his family. <laughs> and I had to pretend to be normal, except I looked like I was catching a flight. <laughs> and then everything was so heavy, like like injurious to my lumbar heavy that I pulled him over. I I extracted him from the fucking museums to try on all the parkas I had bought for him at different sizes so that I could return the rest of them. And I ruined museum day for me. And then I was like, this is not normal and it's not even for you. Like what is going on? Right. And now you have these two bags.
1: (laughs) That's so, so it's, it, it crosses over into other, other things. And I didn't
2: know that about me. And so I'm learning a lot. When How, did this?
1: In, when did this happen?
2: A lot more recently than I would like to admit. <laughs> I would say like a year ago. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, well, I was
0: going to ask. You wrote a wonderful, kind of famous essay for New York Magazine about your Rick Owens leather jacket, <laughs> and yeah. I'm wondering now, like, do you read that with different eyes? I and have, just to catch everyone up to speed, it was
2: I bought a four thousand yes. dollar jacket just as I went freelance. As in basically like I was unemployed and I bought a $4,000 jacket that I knew as I was leaving with it that I really, really wanted to return except I was too mortified because the girl who was working at the store at the time was Asian and like thinner than me and had better bangs. And I was like, there's no fucking way I'm returning this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it was like $4,000 and so I left and I really needed a new laptop and I was like, oh my God, this is like so many computers. <laughs> and like I had to sit down and... I've worn that jacket precisely twice. Oh, God. Once. I'm having a panic attack. Once to take the photo that went with that motherfucking essay. (laughs) So it doesn't even actually count. So it's basically I've worn that jacket 1.5 times. It's not warm. It is beautiful, but it's so binding that I'm never like, oh, I feel like doing that to myself today. It kind of doesn't go with any pant unit or skirt unit that I have yet to discover. And so now it just exists. And it's kind of becoming puckered because I threw it on like not even the best hanger that I own because it's like so not in the rotation. Oh God! Four thousand dollars. I think about it all the time. It, do you think it's like about a used it? Used car, like a shitty used car.
1: Yeah. In a is it a negative sensation for you? Like if you sold it would no, that, be it's, helpful.
2: No, it's almost like it's almost like a dream version of me. It's like mm. it's like college me. It's like I'm just like, oh, you knew different things or you thought different things. It's like I look at that version of me and I'm like, how does a dog wear pants? Like it's like (laughs) it's like the dress is blue and gold, whatever. It's like it's like a different human being. And I'm like, you know, when you think about yourself when you're younger and you get so sad and you just want to hug you, Mm -hmm. it's like that. Yeah. It's so that because I really, really had such high hopes for the me that would like do justice to that motherfucking jacket and to this day i still get like um emails from rick owens and i don't even unsubscribe because i'm like that conflicted about the entire thing what do you think that saleswoman with the better banks is doing right now do you think about her i think she's thriving (laughs) (laughs) and i think she's really good at life
1: that's uh, th- that feeling of not wanting to return something c- or not wanting to admi- like admit sticker shock at the. Is yeah, a f- I, I, I just talked about that yeah. a couple of
0: weeks, a few weeks ago with a fifty eight dollar Tom Ford lipstick.
2: <sighs> <sighs> that's hor- a lipstick. Yes, that's horrifying. Exactly. Well, I was still in the store when I was like, fuck, I really want to. Try <laughs> but you know what they did? And I, I think I wrote about this, but I don't think it ran. It, it ran in like a, a collection of short stories. I have not that the um, excerpt. But they, like, gave me all these these weird gifts and, like, they gave me these, like, breath mints that come in this, like, Rick Owens, like, it's got the signature, like, it's like an Altoid Minis tin, but it's, like, Fashion or, like, I don't know, it's, like, Mugatu. And they look like, the mints look like nerds made out of, like, pencil lead and they taste <laughs> like burnt human hair. I shit you not. Ew. And I was just like, oh, my God. This is what I paid for. Yeah, it's like so conceptual. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But I want to see. So I have really sensitive skin. So I get scared buying a $105 serum. But I want to because my decolletage is like laughing at me. Get I
0: samples.
2: I don't know if you need a $105 yeah. serum. What about a of $20 serum? I would do a 20 What's What's the $20 serum I need to get?
0: I, well, I'm a big fan of CoQ10, right now, Oh, which is I an read
1: $18 a, serum. Which
0: is an $18 serum. The one that looks like jizz. The one that looks like jizz. Um, it's the company that makes it is called Timeless. Um, but I've also learned that you can get CoQ10 sheet masks also. There's some oh. Korean CoQ10 sheet Korean, masks. man. Koreans just know everything. And that's but CoQ10 is like apparently a, like a secret mystery, like no, a secret.
2: I, I, I listened to your like Jane p- yeah, pod where you yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. "I went to this place and they would do this yes. thing," and then you were talking about the exact color of the semen. and I was like, Tori. not yeah, sorry, <laughs> it was very detailed." Um,
0: was so anyway, this the serum is like eighteen dollars on Amazon. Okay, I'm gonna do it. I would I would get that. It feels feels really nice on your skin. Okay. It's just like a nice little thing a vitamin C. Get a vitamin. Get a vitamin C is a good one. That's not too okay. much.
1: Claire's um, the, does the ordinary have a vitamin C? Yes, but I haven't tried it. I haven't either. Um,
0: Soko Glam also sells a um they, they have a special COSRX triple, it's called Triple C oh, Lightning people serum. People love that. Yeah, and that's that's a good vitamin C serum. And
2: Soco Glam isn't super expensive. No. Yeah.
0: Um this is a, I want to say this serum is probably like $40. It's not, okay. it's not like a hundred bucks, but it's not, it's not super cheap.
2: Yeah, everyone's like. Sunday Riley or like meow 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 and I'm like oh it's scary. you don't you don't have to start with Sunday Riley yeah, yeah I just can't I'm I'm so willing hello four thousand dollar jacket I'm so willing to like make my way up to there but I'm just not no, there you don't yet. have to start there.
1: no I I think you could also um the Pixie Glow Tonic at oh, Target, yeah. they a great... make a serum which I also haven't tried but I, I have friend, numerous friends have emailed me. Um, about it and they love it and that's a very affordable beloved like beauty editor beloved product okay, also the
0: pixie glow tonic itself is apparently somewhat of a dupe for Biologique Recherche p50 which is like <gasps> the cult classic yeah 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 so get some glow tonic
2: okay so target. i don't have to like have stop to that philly like... no rescue
0: spot <laughs> no you don't okay you don't at all holler um, Mary, wow. this was a delight <sighs> and a pleasure.
1: And I'm so excited to read your book. It's, I can't wait
0: are, for it to come you out. You were really can't wait. in for a treat. I'm, I'm ready. Um, Mary, where can people find you in the meantime?
2: Um, I, You can find out where I'll be at at Um And also that's my Twitter and Instagram. And I'm in that horrible, horrible phase of book promo where I'm just like plugging Yeah. Despicably. Emergency contact. Yes. It's great. And I'm sorry I'm so congested, but my allergies are crazy. Oh, I don't even
1: hear a thing. I don't either. You guys are so nice. Oh, really? (laughs) Thanks,
2: Mary.
1: Thank Thank you, you, Mary. Bye. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because, look, as I'm learning... In my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like, I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. which is Okay. I know. is a bull on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. Get started today with 15% off using code over 50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code over 50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Um, Mary is,
0: uh, she's so inspiring. Cool. So cool.
1: Frank. Frank. Yes. No holes barred? No
0: holes barred. Zero and a, fucks given.
1: Zero fucks given. Owner of a cool jacket. Yes. And also an incredibly gifted writer who I'm yeah. so excited to devour her book.
0: Yeah, emergency contact. Get it now. Um, so Kate, last week your intention was to live in
1: the moment. And be present, stay calm, and make lists. I did none of it. I've been, I've been like kind of a frantic mess. Mm. I don't know if it's just the universe. I don't know if I'm just not getting enough sleep. I mean, there are a lot of things going on in my personal life right now. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Um. But just a lot. There's a lot of chaos and not a lot of calm. And so I think I'm, and I don't think I'm doing a good job grounding myself. Mm. So I'm working on it, Dory. I'm working on it. Oh boy. I'm looking forward to your bath. (laughs) Well, that's my only goal for this week. My only intention, I have found when I take a bath, it feels good. I feel calm. Mm. I feel centered. The Epsom salt baths are apparently very good for kind of like relaxing your muscles, drawing out toxins from the body. So I bought a big five-pound bag of Epsom salts Uh. on Amazon. I also bought a really nice, smaller Epsom salt with like a scented aromatherapy oil Ooh. from Thrive Market. Ooh. So I've got those lined up by the tub. Also, I have a scrub for milk and ho- I've got all these lovely treasures. Because from, our
0: advertisers are pretty
1: great. Um, and so I've got a bunch of little things I'm going to put on my body. But even just the Epsom salt and hot water feels good. I've got to just make myself get in there.
0: Just get in there. Because
1: sometimes what I'll do is I'll be like, I'll take a bath. And then instead I'm like, I've got to clean out the fridge. No. And- that can wait. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, so last week I was talking about how I was going to Disney World. Yeah. Um, even though this is airing, this will air after I will have gone to Disney World. Great. We're recording it prior to that. I just want to be straight, straight Very up, with everyone. I want podcasting. to be transparent. Um, but I will say that my Disney, my Disney World prep, I have tried to be calm about it, and I what what I've realized is um, my way of being calm about it is planning things and we have meal reservations love it we have fast passes
1: you have little band magic we bands. have
0: magic bands and i downloaded the disney world
1: app oh, which is so good we were at disneyland recently and it's I excellent
0: have our whole itinerary <laughs>
1: on my app <laughs> I just love how type A is. <laughs> and I feel great about That's it. It's so good. That makes you feel like you are in control of what you're walking into. Exactly. Matt is a Disney head. Matt is a Disney head. The, the
0: type A-ness of all this, like he is not down r- with, but he knows that I need it. And so he... Very kindly planned a lot. We watched some um, Disney food YouTuber blogs together. Picked out where we were going to eat. I mean... It's really, it's going to be great. You know
1: what? Your two, your two personality types are like meeting in the middle.
0: They are meeting in the middle. And, you know, people say when you meet in the middle, no one's happy. But I feel like we're both happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear how your trip goes and see how this all works.
0: Thank you. So my intention this week, I'm sorry to have
1: a Disney intention two weeks in a row. You had the office intention for
0: three or four weeks for
1: months (laughs) 17 Um, years um,
0: but in the whole interest of body positivity and not being obsessive about food i'm going to try to not be obsessive about food at disney
1: that's so great because i feel like being obsessive about what you're eating on vacation is
0: is the worst it's It's fucking miserable yeah so i'm just gonna enjoy it just gonna enjoy it and eat when i'm hungry and it'll be fine
1: I hope you have a great time on your trip. Thank you, Kate. Do you want me to bring you back some mouse ears? I mean, on a, I I love I'm also a slight Disney head, mm-hmm. so I will take any treasure. Oh, I don't need anything. A pin, maybe a pin for trading. Sammy? Sure. Okay. All right. I'm on it. Okay. okay. Those okay. pins are like eighty five dollars. <laughs> don't bring us back anything. <laughs> like, Kate said she wanted a pin. <laughs> everything here's is my life so savings. <laughs> expensive. Well, I need nothing, just a full report about everything you did. Okay. You'll get that.
0: Oh, I think that wraps it up that for this That wraps week. it up.
1: Let's, let's, let's live it in the outro. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Kate Spencer and Dory Shafriar and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Please leave us Apple Podcast reviews because it helps other wonderful Forever heads find the show.
0: Oh, Forever heads. Forever heads,
1: just trying out a new thing. Look, I don't hate that. Since self Kerrigan's didn't go over well. <laughs> you can find us. On Instagram, at Forever 35 Podcast. Twitter, Forever 35 Pod. Website is forever35podcast.com. Email, forever35podcast at gmail. And please don't hesitate to leave us a voicemail at 781-591-0390.
0: And next week, don't miss our conversation with Shadi Petosky. Oh, all about running an animation studio, being the showrunner of Danger and Eggs. Um, it's 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 a awesome. great conversation. All right, bye.